You're listening to Holistic Business Matters with Helen Harding, the show for complementary practitioners, therapists and coaches wanting to run their business in their way. Hello and welcome to episode 78 of Holistic Business Matters. I'm Helen Harding and this week on the podcast we are doing part two of branding on a budget for your holistic business. So last week we looked at things like picking colours for your brand and what they mean and also fonts. So that will get you going on some of the visual stuff but there's a huge element that is essential to your branding and that is to have great photography. The thing is, is as a practitioner, you are your business, you're the brand. So photography that you use actually plays a key role in helping people to get a sense of who you are and whether you're a good fit for them. And it's not good enough to just grab a photo from a holiday or a party or a night out and use that in your profile photos on your website because you want something that has actually been created for that purpose. And your photography needs to connect with people. It needs to help you build that relationship and it needs to suggest what sort of service people can expect from you. And you don't need to just limit yourself to head and shoulders photos, although you do need some of those. But you can have ones of you in action doing what you do, helping clients, if that's suitable. You can have ones in your clinic or practice, if that's something that you work in. You can also have ones of you out and about. It's about helping people get a sense of who you are because you're a personal brand. As with most marketing, if you've got the budget, investing in a great photographer will pay dividends. But if you don't have the money at the moment to hire somebody to do that job, there are a lot of things that you can do to get some really great pictures in the meantime. So I thought this week I'd cover some of those ideas. And actually, if you are investing in professional photography, these are things you need to think about too. So the first thing is, what do you actually need the photos for? You need to understand where you're going to be putting them so that when you take them, you know whether to do them landscape, so you have a lot of background either side of you, portrait, so they're long and thin photos. Now, on your website, you're more likely to need landscape ones. And if you want to put copy over the top of it, you need to allow space around you for that. On the other hand, for your social media profiles, you want something a bit more close up so people can see you. So you want head and shoulders really for those sorts of shots. So you need to think about where you're going to be using your photos. And then what you can do is have them taken to suit that. Next thing to consider is what are you going to wear? Does it look right for your discipline, for the work you do, for the clients you work with? Do you feel comfortable in it? And Do the colours actually suit you and work with your branding? Because if you've got certain colours of your branding, it's a nice touch to bring some of that into what you're wearing. Because people buy people, you want to make sure this outfit represents what you'd normally wear. 
if you're wearing something that you never ever wear so quite often a few years ago you'd get every coach would go and put a very kind of corporate looking suit on and even if they weren't corporate coaches they all had this look about them that just really doesn't work if they're working with young people or if they're working in different niches so think about making sure it's something that reflects you and that you style your hair in the way that you normally would and things like that because this is about you being recognizable as well and I'd always recommend picking a few different outfits because you'll be surprised maybe the one that you think is going to be the best when you see the photos isn't quite right but if you've got a few choices it just gives you extra options the next thing to think about is where you can be photographed. So if you don't have access to a professional studio, try and take photos in natural daylight, but avoid full sunlight because that will just bleach them out. So have a think about where you can do this. There are all sorts of places, gardens, parks, beaches, woods. They all provide interesting options and you can also take some in your work environment because this is going to help prospective clients to get a sense of what working with you would be like. And if you're planning on taking photos inside, where possible, make sure you've got really good natural light. So if you can have yourself actually facing a large window with the camera between you and the window, that's going to give you great natural light. And you can use additional lights to help if it's not good enough, but just be mindful of the kind of shadows that they cast and the effect that that's going to have on your finished photos. The next thing to think about is what is in the background of your photos. Remember, this is going to show up, so it needs to look right. And especially if you're intending on putting words over the top of the backgrounds for social, uh, social media posts or for your website banners, you need to make sure it's going to work. And if you don't have a place where there is a suitable background, you can always take a photo on quite a plain background. And what you do is, is you remove the background in something like Canva. And there are other software that you can use to do this. And what that means is you'll get like this cut out image of you that you can then place on top of any background that's suitable. So it's a really effective way of using photography. And it's also a great thing to do if you've only got one photo that you really like from a set, you could use that on different backgrounds and get different effects. So it works really well that way too. And I actually did this the last time I took my photos. There was one in particular that I preferred over the others and I ended up using it in slightly different ways. Some for the uh, podcast artwork, some for my pictures on social media and also on my website. So it got used in various ways but with different backgrounds and that's fine. It's about people recognising you. So if you're taking some action shots or some in-situ shots, just check what's going to show up in the background of the photo because the last thing you want is like an overflowing bin or that huge pile of filing that you haven't got round to because it's just going to spoil your photos. So make sure that there's nothing in the background that shouldn't be there. And finally, if you are doing your own photos, ask a friend to help you because 
although you can use the timer on your camera or on your phone, it can be a bit tricky to get the shots you actually want. And again, selfies aren't that professional when it comes to things like your profile shots. They're great for social media, but they're not something you want as your main profile shot because you're going to end up with some really weird angles. So I'd suggest if you can find somebody that takes a great photo and maybe you can do a swap with them, but just get a friend to help you out. Take a load of photos of you because the more you take, the better, the more choice you have. And you can always delete a load of them if they're not right. And by having a friend there, you're more likely to relax, to have fun, and that's really going to help you to shine through. So I hope this has inspired you to have a think about your photography and whether it's right for your brand. And as part of this series, I'm actually going to be running a mini branding course at the end of August 2021. And that's going to take you through all of the basics of what you need to know about branding, why it matters, also about all of the steps we're talking about in this three-part series of podcasts. So your colours, your fonts, how to choose them. We're going to look at your photography and the things that you need to consider. But we're also going to be looking at actually creating templates and style sheets that you can have for your brand so you keep this great consistent look. And finally, we're going to look at things like your brand voice, how you can make sure that you've got this really great, consistent brand voice that flows throughout everything you do so that there is this common consistency that people will get to know. And what I'll do is I'll put links to that in the show notes, along with links to part one of this series as well. So as always, there is a full blog post, show notes and links. Go to helenharding.co.uk, go over to the blog and podcast section, and this is podcast 78. Or if you're listening to this on an app, just literally scroll down below the photograph and there are links and show notes there too. And if you did enjoy this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a couple of minutes to leave me a review because it's going to help this to get found. And of course, follow it, subscribe to it. That would be amazing. So until next time, take care and I'll speak with you soon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, come and join me in our Facebook group, Holistic Business Matters, and join our community of like-minded practitioners, coaches and therapists and be inspired and supported to create your business in your way.